quick disclaimer before this episode. We discussed the Southeast Regional Conference, March 23rd and 24th in Raleigh. That has since been uh, canceled due to the abundance of caution for uh, coronavirus. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the people appearing on the show and do not reflect the views of the Carolinas GCSA or the show's sponsors. You're listening to Pullin' Weeds Off Course. Another installment of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association official podcast with a focus on off-course industry folks and their relationships with superintendents and the Carolinas GCSA. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Hey, and welcome into Pulling Weeds Off Course, March 15th. Who are we doing this month? Dr. Jim Kearns, the good doc. Yep. We got nothing but docs. Do you think anybody calls him Jimmy? Um, I'm sure there are. Probably his father. God rest his soul. No, he had a good relationship with his folks, and he was able to be home for him. That was a pretty cool story to hear about. That was. Why he was back this way. So, yep. yeah. No, he's a good egg, man. What? What's the deal, though? I don't remember the recording, and you keep telling me this is like a, there's a little bit of jabbing going on. There was on. just a lot of jabbing between you two. Did it get out of hand? No, but it just I can tell there was history there that... Like good, bad, good, but I could tell he wasn't taking it from you. Oh no, 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 yeah. no, 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 Jimmy's a giver. And then I was supposed to see him talk at Camden when I recorded for Vereens, and he was ill and couldn't make it. I think he had the flu that time. Yeah. I guess I can. Hold on a second, people. I can get straight again. I was looking over there at Phil Nokio. What, what was that guy's name on that commercial? In the your Phil Nokio. I don't remember that. The Geico commercial where he walks in, it's a social media post of somebody else, and Pinocchio sits down. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good Pinocchio voice you <laughs> just did. Golly. That's funny. Can you see it now? I do. Oh, no, I saw it when y'all said it. Yeah, sorry. I guess we could have dropped that. But anyway, so um, what's, so, uh, what's the member benefit we're going to talk about? We only do that on the regular episodes. We don't do that off course, but we can. We're so diversified. Well, hopefully by the time y'all hear this, well, maybe soon, but we're getting closer and we may be ready to drop a third series here pretty soon. So getting closer, folks, getting closer. Bi-monthly series. Limited series. Limited bi-monthly. Yeah. For not even bi-monthly, we may do quarterly and stretch it out over two years. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So we almost got the Masters coming up. Looking forward to that. The Masters. It's not long. Man. So what are they going to be doing when they listen to this? Is that going to be right after the players? Yeah, right after the players. Man, how cool was watching Alexa's place shine at Bay Hill? I I unfortunately didn't get to watch it. I had a full weekend. Did you see the scores? I saw the scores from yesterday, yes, because you talked about it playing like a U.S. Open, didn't you? Mm -hmm. And then I looked at the golf app, and it was plus one, plus three for final final rounds. I don't think anybody was under par on Sunday. What did they do? I could be wrong. I think it's just the wind okay. and all that water, you know? I mean, it's yeah. just water, water everywhere at Bay right. Hill, right? And yeah, I don't know. I guess that's why there's not water on the Lynx courses over there much. Her mini so she'll be on soon, next month or so. Yeah, so that's where I have some regrets about looking at the calendar. We probably could have timed that a little bit better and made her. I thought about that, but Hill. I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah, no, you can bring those things up. I mean, <laughs> well, I didn't think about it till last week. I didn't either. Yeah. Yeah, it hit, and I was like, 
So you would have been perfect. Well, and I like it because we were trying to keep some females at the beginning and the end. You know, it's not that often that we have females on. In fact, I was thinking about that the other day. I think we've only had three. If you look at our Twitter account, I was looking at this yesterday, our last three tweets have been females. Delphine getting her shirt, Gina with her hat and butt butt, <clears throat> and then maybe, it wasn't Alex, but it was someone who was the third one. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't want to leave them out. Hold on. But people are rocking the, the P-Dub gear. Yeah, it's good to see. Love it. So, are you saying oh, it was Aaron? Some... It was Aaron, Gina Rizzi. Oh yeah, Aaron, and yep, then yep. Uh, Delphine. So, do we need to do some more Podge swag? I think so. We don't have any hats. I know I'm supposed to get Ross Burgess a hat at some point. Give him one of mine. I have. Oh, just shoot me a note on that. Okay. I think we gave him one. Did we? Did we not give him one at the show? No, this was... Give me a mailing address. I got one in the personal stash. Okay. All right, how about this, listeners? Any of you pod stars out there listening? Um, <laughs> sorry, I just coined a new phrase there. Um, maybe that's when Alan and I are pod stars in our own mind. Um, in my own house. Just go ahead and comment back when this comes out. Tell us you've listened to it and tell us what you want. Um, I am looking into some patches. Guys had mentioned something about stickers, but I figured... So what if we had some, some high adhesive patches or some sew-on so we could do our own hats, we could put them on shirts, we could put them on overalls. Nice. I've been thinking about putting them on the hole in my jeans. Did you see Turf Beard got a new tattoo yesterday or this weekend? No. <laughs> of a guy camping and hiking. We need to get him and get a tattoo of us. No. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> that would be awkward. <laughs> I feel like that'd be one of those on that... Um, respect gif you know where it's misspelled yeah like that's how that would end up that's funny you know what i mean like i appreciate the thought and all but i don't know that i want to be a tattoo right i was looking on twitter speaking of twitter some people have clever twitter handles turf yoda turf master oh yeah and i did i, did, I started looking and, and uh you can you can have some good ones some funny ones yeah i saw a new one somebody even acknowledged one is that what sent somebody acknowledged one over the week and said this may be the coolest turf handle out there no no I, was? no I sat at home one night and searched to see as a bit for this show but all right so i'm going to call alan out right now in front of everybody you can edit it if you want because you have that power what happened to our tweet of the month we only did that like first episode i know yeah. it didn't last well, I need. We can get. It, we can bring it back, but I need help deciding the tweet of the month. Which one was it this month? You pick. I'll pick next month. Let's just do that. We got to pick our own. Okay. My personal tweet of the month would be Delphine getting her shirt with a dog. That was pretty cool. Now I I read it before I saw the pictures. Okay. And I was really hoping to see the animal like two legs into a t-shirt at least, <laughs> not folded on the thing right. back. I'm with you on that. Yeah, but no. Um, hopefully we'll get to see her soon. I don't know if the folks at the Heritage have gotten back in touch with her, but. Yeah. We'll try and get her down here soon. Do some books or something. I guess if you don't mind, I like to plug the member profiles and uh, our new host. We got Jim Huntoon's done a couple, and I'm doing one with Chuck Kindly next week or two Sorry, weeks. We now. call him Bulldog on Bulldog. this show. Oh, I got okay. If you don't mind, give me a second here. Are you going to edit it? No, this oh. is all Chuck, and he knows it's coming. Uh oh. So, my wife. Are we not allowed to call him Bulldog? We can, but there's going to be so much in here. Uh oh, I'm ready. I'm sitting down. So my wife. We were sitting at home one night, nothing much going on, watching TV. She goes, you know, I followed Chuck on Twitter, but I never have looked at his Twitter account. And she started going through it. And I, and I texted and told him that. She was like, oh, now I look like a stalker. I don't even remember how that. Do you, how do you know that somebody's looking at you your Twitter You don't. You don't. Because I told Chuck. I said, oh, oh, oh my I got wife. You. I got you. She I got followed you. him, but she never looked. Gotcha. Then he posted a selfie on the sprayer one morning. Yeah, yeah. 
And so she. A man and his sprayer. Let me back this up a little bit. My wife got a new phone and we are on one Apple account. And so her settings, all of a sudden, she's got every one of my contacts in her phone. Oh, William McGirt, wow. Wesley Bryant. All the notifications that happen for your phone and messages. Some, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that turned off, but she still has all the contacts. So she can, she started texting Chuck. Talking about, I know you took 20 shots to get that perfect spray or selfie. So she started coming out with selfies. Next thing I know, her and Chuck are, Chuck are texting so much. Like she's come home telling me stuff they've been talking about. New bromance? Yes, and I said, "Honey, it's so to we the point." Call your wife out on a bromance. I'm waiting for Donald to call me. And say, "Hey, our, my husband's cheating on you, cheating with your wife." And I'm like, "No, they're just idiots." You know. Okay, so you got to be real careful with that because Donna don't take too kindly to that, what? and she won't think it's funny. What, She'll get mad. That Chuck's an idiot. She'll get mad. You might get a letter in the mail from a lawyer. Well, no, <laughs> she'll go extremist on you. <laughs> but no, the Chris is love you, Donna, but it's just a joke. And Chris, like, Chuck got in trouble one time, and I'm gonna say it on air. For posting something about driving to the beach, uh, or no, it was a picture of the girls on staff. It was a selfie with the girl. Who are those women in the hall? Oh, Who really? are those women in the picture? Yeah. He's like, they work for the Carolinas. Well, yeah, but why are you taking a picture with them? She got nothing to worry about here. But other now, I tell Chuck, I said, if my wife bothering you, let me know. What can we call that? A bulldog mance? Mm, yeah. I don't know. We'll give it potential. But they still mm. text. Uh, What's a good Benefer term for them? Do you remember Benefer? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll come up with one. Yeah, All right, we'll sorry, folks. All right, well, I will tell you real quick, though. I did send a text to your new host, Mr. Huntoon. Yeah. And I don't know if he screenshotted it and sent it to you or not, but I did say that you had absolutely zero chance in the yard game this year. Oh, he sent it to me. Or he told me about it. Yeah. Um, yeah and my next one was a picture of a guy hugging a tree simply because uh, he didn't say it's a shade issue. You just have too many trees. That's all I was referencing. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I was like, you can't win. You have too much shade. There is no that doubt. That was the whole point to it. Not a, we were going to get direct TV and we can't get it because of the, cause you can't get a signal through. Correct. It. Correct. The guy said, you get a, you get a small signal right now, but as soon as it turns green again, it leaves, we'll lose it. So we're stuck with time Warner. Isn't that cable. ridiculous? All right, well, spectrum. Well, people don't want to hear about our house and our cable. I know, I know. Let's get to Jimmy, and then we'll come back at the end. You got something else? No, that's good. Let's go, Jimmy. Sorry if I was bad. It's only because I love you and the work you're doing for the schools and everybody around the country. Welcome in, everyone. Off course episode. Hey, there's Maverick. We don't know exactly which episode. Um, doesn't he look like Maverick from Top Gun? He does. Sorry, we're at the golf industry show, folks. The background noise is just as such. And we are here with the illustrious Dr. Jim Kearns from North Carolina State University. Doc, good to have you here today. Thanks for having me. Hey, Doc Kearns. That was the crowd background. Thank yeah. you, everyone, for joining us here. All right. So let's jump right into it. How long have you been at NC State? This time. <laughs> this time. That's this right. Time. Like your current stint. When did my, you come home? My current stint to come home was uh, December 10th of 2012. Okay. Seven and, years. And so in March of 2013, then you and I played golf together at Carmel Country Club. We did. In the USGA meeting, correct? We did. How come we have not played again since that day? I don't know. I didn't think you liked me anymore. Oh. You know. Now that we're on air, I think it was the other way around. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think he liked me. No, right. you just give me money, that's all. But didn't we play well? We did. Like, as a team, I we, thought we did okay. We played really well. Like, you shot 75, I think, that day. Maybe. 
Yeah. I don't recall. Let's just get it out there. He's a lot better than Bird at golf. <laughs> Does Bird play golf? I've played with him as much as I've played with you. <laughs> Bert McCarty, 18 holes. Yes, 18 sir. holes. Yes, sir. Check it off the list. Played golf with him. Moving right along. I didn't even know he played golf. And so let me go ahead and be ignorant here. What kind of doctor are you? Uh, I have a Ph.D. in plant pathology. Beautiful. Yeah. Man. From NC State. That's what Tim was implying. Gotcha. So wait a minute. You grow the stuff that Ben's problems eat? Uh, we do not. So Ben's problem eats annual bluegrass, and I work on other things that try to kill annual bluegrass. I got you. Ben's the bug guy that was just on for He's everybody because we're listening right. in different times now. But um, one of Alan's favorite terms that we learned on the very first podcast that he didn't know was real. Efficacy? Weed science. Uh, Can you explain to him what weed science is for the working man? For the working man. Not, not for the supers. Not for the recreational man. <laughs> well, I was hoping we wouldn't go into the, that one. Exactly. And we did see your um, your handler come walking up with the gummy bears, and I said, you're a year late. If those are the samples, that was last year in San Diego. <laughs> so weed science basically is the study of weeds. And a weed is defined as? Any plant out of place. So... so so Bermuda in his zoysia yard could be considered a weed. Correct. Very bad weed. Don't get it out. Don't get that one. Okay. There is something you can spray. Some sort of an A, right? A claim? I'm not a weed scientist, so I don't know. <laughs> Wait. What are you? I'm a plant pathologist. I study diseases, man. But plants have weeds. I don't care. Weeds are plant. Wait. Is you know, a plant that, not a weed? Sometimes it is can be. Is a weed be. not a plant? I mean, yeah. So you only study healthy plants? Uh, no, I study diseased plants. To make them healthy? Yes. See, Try we're all learning people. here. You're have learning. You, have you seen the coronavirus in any plants yet? I have not, thank okay. goodness. Yeah. I haven't. Any, anything like that in the plant world? There are viruses, yes, but that I mean, affect like plants. The, like the coronavirus, something no, no. new that attacks aggressive. Oh, Oh, yeah, so there's one that's uh, relatively new called Rose Rosette. <gasps> we had that at the office. Yeah. There are knockout roses. You gotta dig it up and bury the hole and burn, burn the hole. Burn them. You gotta burn the hole. There's nothing you can do. Nothing. Luckily in turf, we don't have that. <laughs> you do around the edges. Uh, no, well, the roses do, but the turf is. So we don't think that it's something that can jump from the the rose to the turf. Not that we know. Yeah. You never know. But those that's that is transferred. I've heard as as lightly as by air. Correct. Like a, uh, a strong breeze could blow it from one plant to the next. That one, no, that one's aphids. It's an insect that moves it. So the insect feeds on the rose, takes up the virus, moves it Goes along. to the next one. Yeah. So it's the carrier. The, yeah. The, oh, gotcha. Man. We had them at the office, Alan. We had the best oh, knockout roses in Liberty. We had I like 30 something plants. Everybody, the church ladies came over and talked about them on the weekends. I mean, it was phenomenal. And then all of a sudden it showed up and they started looking like they had elephantitis on the end. Yeah. You know, it was just like overgrowth and overbearing. And I was like, oh, this one's strong. And I was like, oh, no, that's not good. It's one of my favorite terms. They say it's hyperthorny. That the rose bush is. 
that's plant pathology. You can have all kinds of semi-perverted terms, but they're actually technical. You know, I love it. If you want to make some side money, you can sell some t-shirts hyperthorny. Don't you think? You, yeah. Well, what was the other one that we just got from him with his NBA shirt? That was pretty uh, funny. Anyways. You talking about Turf Lego? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did that one say? Look at that. Pro-level sucking. <laughs> You got to put that on the machine during this episode, so everybody no, knows what we're laughing about. that's fantastic. We don't have as you know good names with turf, but you know there's black shank of tobacco. It's something like you got in high school. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. Is that early sign is painful urination? <laughs> yes. yes. Stubby root rot. Stubby root rot. That's a good one. I've heard that's, of root in, rot. that's in cotton. It can be. Yes. Huh. There's black root rot in cotton too. So, is there a uh, is there a limit to what plants you look at what do you mean a limit so you're obviously nc state and southeast you're not looking at cactus are you no no my, my job is just 100 percent turf okay okay yeah gotcha uh, well, but i guess it would be cool season or warm season right so correct. i guess maybe uh, to redefine that question is even though being in the south you could still get a sample of some kind of bent grass from oregon for instance we get samples from all over the u.s okay and, yeah and so we, we look at it, yeah, Oregon to Long Island to, of course, all through us in the Carolinas. And, and those are sent to you because you're a pathologist, so there's a diagnostic lab where they're reviewing those, correct? Correct. And that's where we need to make sure that they're packaged properly for Lee's benefit, your handler, correct? That is correct. Can My we... handler gets very mad when they're not packaged right. So when you take that Petri dish-sized um, sample, it's usually a circle, correct? Correct. We need to make sure that you wrap both halves of that in full foil. Full foil. Full foil. Not just the, the diseased half. part. Don't full. just cover the part that you think's good or bad or indifferent. We need the thing looking like a ding-dong out of a hostess box, folks. Right, so you know you get a double cheeseburger. I haven't heard of a ding-dong in a long time. <laughs> Tim calls me ding-dong every other day. <laughs> but you knew exactly what I, I meant because exactly. you had that moment where you're like, I can't get this thing open. How do I start it? Yes. <laughs> That's what we need Lee going through, folks. Ding How dong. Do Send this ding dong. How do I get the foil going off of this thing? All right. You could. You should send the note back if it comes unwrapped. You know, it doesn't come wrapped properly. Be like, ah. But give a frowny face. Did you see our suggestion for all the extra foil? No. That he's going to recycle it and send the extra money to rounds for research because it's going to be so much foil now. Genius. And it goes back to the NC State. It's all about bringing money back to NC State. That's what that's what we're here for, right? Right. That's our role as a chapter, other than providing continuing education, is to help fund turfgrass research support yep. and disseminate all the good information that they have. Right? I mean, that's that's, that's in a nutshell why we have a partnership. In short, well, you guys have got to tell people what you do. You got to help solve problems, right? Yes. So. And we got people with problems. We got a lot of problems. Solve them. We're trying. We're trying, but what? the nice thing is, if I can say this, the Carolinas and the Rounds for Research has got to be one of the biggest supporters of turf research. Cool. Well, we like hearing that. Right? I, I, we'd like to think so. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be running out of funding here shortly, so I have to come back. Well, let's go ahead and put <laughs> this on air. Yeah. Uh, the board's going to meet in March to make the official call. So hopefully we'll be able to award stuff this spring before you get started. Perfect. So you don't have to wait till next year. Perfect. That's what I'm getting at. So, and Burton knows the same thing, and 
anyhow, that's your up to date since our last board meeting in January. Fantastic. Yeah. Before, yeah. And it should be good. We should be able to fund at least one or two, three year studies. Before we get too in depth with yeah. pathology, what's your favorite place to eat in Raleigh? Ooh. It doesn't have to be barbecue. I've asked everybody barbecue, but any My place. favorite place to eat in Raleigh. Yeah. Fat Daddy's? You ever eat Fat Daddy's? Fat Daddy's is good. You know, yeah. I, I guess my wife loves to go to, you know, a little fancier places downtown yeah. so death and taxes okay and downtown raleigh is outstanding good to know thank you outstanding sounds like it's always going to be around <laughs> it's actually in an old bank and uh, what's the other it was a mortuary did they just steal your shirt yeah got my shirt stolen oh god look at adam sticky fingers charles adam sticky finger charles everyone <laughs> He learned the best that you're working with me. If it's laying on the table, take it home. There, yeah. Yeah, we better move that back there. Yeah, if you keep want it away from the handler. You want it. <laughs> Sticky finger. I'd watch Gummy Bear back there. <laughs> Here's my old roommate, Craig Harris. In the Iowa. Is that the Grumpy Super? Right there. Legitimately? <laughs> no, but now they're hack. Hey, those are some nice jeans, Brent. Can't wear those to our trade show. <laughs> You'd throw him out, wouldn't you? We throw him out. <laughs> throw him out. Oh, oh, sorry, yes. Hey, what's that big pizza no, we, at NC State? We'd ask him what's that, what? There's a really big pizza at NC State you can get near campus. I mean, it's like this big. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't. Okay. You know Sounds you know what it is? The pizza. It's a big pizza, like a 31-inch pizza? Where? <laughs> I guess we don't know. Ruckus? No, 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 no. But Gumby's? Gumby's yeah. is it, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he had gummies in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you don't really go to Gumby's much unless you want to, you know, I hate to say it, but get the Oh, okay. I mean, it, it was probably 15 years ago, I have it. <laughs> All right, longer. so just for those not listening, if you heard a lawnmower sound just recently, <laughs> that's what we decided to use for our family edition there of our oh, yeah. profanity. Whoops. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's <laughs> happened before. It's not the first one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's funny. We do let them slide every now and then, but we really thought that the lawnmower sound would be cruel if you're listening. You know, That's pretty good. Hitting a pole cord. Oh, I know what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. All right, so before NC State, you were up north? I was at the University of Wisconsin. And before Wisconsin, you were here at NC State? I was doing my Ph.D. at NC State. So why don't you just kind of give everybody your walkthrough of uh, education, if you will, that got you back to where you are. Yeah, so I, I have two degrees from NC State. did undergrad in agronomy, went to Texas A&M for a master's, and then uh, when my mom passed away, I wanted to move back, be closer to my dad, so I went to NC State for a PhD and worked with Lane. So most, I don't know if people know this in the Carolinas, but uh, I was Lane's first PhD student. Yes. Lee wow. was his first master's student, and then when Lane left, I don't know why they, you guys decided to have me back, but thank goodness you did. Yeah. So I went to Wisconsin for about five years um, and then was fortunate to come back in 2012 when uh, Lane left for Syngenta. So I think it's one of those um, stories where you work hard all the time, right? You show up, you're present, you do a good job, and you're rewarded for it later in life. I think that's kind of a story with you maybe a little bit, right? You did, it is. You it left is. a good legacy. You didn't burn any bridges. I mean, you wanted to be back home. People wanted you here. People wanted me. That, that That's a good feeling to know. Yeah. You know? Is that the first time anybody said that to you? Yeah. Ever. Wow. Therapy here on Pool Ever. Just, just so you know, Jim and I do have a little history. Sorry I about the banter in case you all don't know us. 
the joke about playing golf with Jim really was that I was trying to hint we should play more, but anyhow. Yeah. He's working. He's got a lot of foil that's been unwrapped by his handler back there that he's got to put under the scope. Do you have students? I do. Okay. How many do. students do you have? Right now I have two students. Okay. Uh, one of them supported by Rounds for Research. Wow. Cameron Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the last project you gave, and then a student, Hallie uh, Hampy, who's working on a similar project, uh, doing her master's, so a PhD to master's student right now. And do you still have a teaching obligation? I have a small teaching obligation. So my appointment's a little unique because I'm extension in research, but I do help teach our, our pest management class for the students. You know, Fred, Rick, and I co-teach that. And then I teach half of a graduate class on disease control. Man, Gorlay looks like he needs a haircut. That's grown since I've seen him. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, let's keep it in our booth. <laughs> oh, Dr. sorry, Kern. sorry. Yeah, thank We're you. at the Golf Industry Show, and I'm so I'm easily distracted. Quit getting distracted. Going back. I'm, look, I'm, I've got my neck <laughs> crank right at you, all right? I mean, <laughs> don't hurt yourself. We should have kept the Lego head on me today, huh? Probably. Did you see when he came walking up? You're like one of those horses. You need those blinders on. We need to <laughs> take the... <laughs> My dad always said that when he was driving. I forget what they called him in tanks because he was in the Army, but he's like, we got to put the tank blinders on you. Well, that is fantastic. That's how we greeted the doc. <laughs> We've never met him. You've yeah. never met Ben? Not in person. This whole turf Lego person, uh, we've never even shook a hand until oh. today. Matter of, we haven't had him down for uh, Carolinas, have we? Well, they can't. It's they. They have their Penn State conference. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Kaminsky says to me a couple weeks ago we were chatting. He's like, "Yeah, that's why I was able to come last year because yours wasn't the week before Thanksgiving." I said, "Okay, yeah, I'm sure it wasn't the week before Thanksgiving." Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you, but <laughs> it's pretty much always the week before Thanksgiving. So, um, if yours is, we'll never see you or Ben at our show. And I think that's why. That's a little unfortunate. Well, and I think. That's why when Rossi came down five or six years ago, Frank Rossi was because of some reason he had to do something else that got him out of that Penn State show, so he was free. Gotcha. Because he already obligated to next year's the day after this fall. Really? So, like, Frank's not an option to come to the Carolina show this year. Well, I mean, it's always the same date, right? I always mark the same dates. Well, the dates rotate depending on when Thanksgiving is, but it's always the Monday, Tuesday, right. Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Okay. Yes. Always. And just making sure. Oh, no, you're good. And you'll be at the planning meeting, I hope, this year. Did yeah, you get the email? I did not yet. But I haven't checked the email today. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't checked today. Yeah, well. Uh, did they send it today? No. <laughs> I don't know if it got sent. It might have just went to me and Chuck about the date. <laughs> it might not have gone to the committee yet. Now, is he a speaker at the Carolina show? He's one of our like guys on the committee that helps us find all the speakers. Okay. That's but you don't use his knowledge. Oh, we do as oh, much no, as possible. No. He's cheap, too, so, I mean, we don't have to. <laughs> I'm going to send you a bill, though, this year. I think. Do it. Come on, man. That's, so that's going back to our partnership with our local land-grant schools. They teach, and they have to expose their knowledge to individuals in the field. Okay. So that's what we provide for them is an opportunity to teach, right? Right, right, right? Now, the cool thing is, is about with the Carolinas and with North Carolina State and with Clemson is this great relationship that we have is, for instance, Dr. Kearns, and Dr. McCarty will come and sit with us when we're planning our show. Gotcha. So when we set up our 27 to 31 classes, etc., the topic may be nematodes, for instance. We got Doc Martin, who's one of the most experts in the country. Well, Doc may have taught that class three years in a row, and he may say in that meeting, hey, they probably don't want to hear from me again. What about Billy Crow, for right. instance? Gotcha. And so they're tied in with 
the rest of the folks in the academic realm so that we can offer those best presentations to our members. Yeah. And the, the cool thing is they come in, and it's not like a, a competition or a cutthroat business or anything like that. It's like, they're just like us. They want to bring the best to the country. You just dropped the S-bomb? I did. I looked yeah. over at him for the lawnmower. <laughs> I, was, I did. I did, man. I got comfortable. Right, I was so looking at Gourlay's hair. Sorry, back this way. I want back to this ask. way. What's your, you got a lot of hair, dude. Yeah, I just I've always had that. a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah. I won't go bald. You won't? No. You heard that here, folks. Yep, yep. Time will tell. It might go white, but it All won't right. go bald. Right. If you get a podcast ever and you start doing one and you say, if we get $2,500 or 2,500 followers, I'll shave my head, you could go bald too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do that. I won't do that. I want to know what's your favorite subject to speak on. And your least favorite subject to speak on? I guess you can answer that. My most favorite subject to speak on. Yeah, is there not a disease that you just enjoy talking about or a treatment? Yeah, you know, it's always been a special place in my heart. I've studied Pythium for a long time. Okay. I always enjoy speaking on it. What is Pythium? Pythium is uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like a fungus. It's called an old mice or a water mold. It affects roots and all kinds of things on turf. Right. So something I've, so I did my PhD on. I've been working on ever since I've been back to the Carolinas. Uh, so it's even though I've quite solved it, like you've, you're you're insinuating here, but I'm oh, getting no, close. No, no, no. Just, <laughs> it's a fun one. It's just um, it's water based. Yeah, it so moves the, in water. It's got to be wet. So it's got to be wet part of the plant for it to attract it to. So you remember what was that twenty? 15. Remember when we had the really bad hurricanes through central South Carolina? Yes. So a lot of those greens were devastated by pythium. Because they stayed wet for too long? Because they just stayed soaked, yeah. Gotcha. And that, that's a cool little organ. I could geek out a bit, sorry. <laughs> Good. It produces a spore that can swim in water. Oh, wow. So instead of that big old thing that I step on when I'm hunting in the woods, and, go, <laughs> and they go everywhere in the air, that stuff's happening in the water. Yeah. Wow. So it just moves you know that's how it can get so widespread on a putting green so what's your take on glyphosate uh that might be my least favorite subject <laughs> <laughs> pretty good then then how'd i do it that was fantastic <laughs> see we, we have we followed the script so well that we wrote out hey, yeah that's a uh, guy cipriano the guys who have the other off-course hey, podcast. It's, it's my guy. He, he's Who's here. your guy? Your guy, guy, right there. Oh, your guy. <laughs> that guy. I was like, oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to be that guy. <laughs> hey, the funny thing is, is that we played golf with that guy. We did. Yes, you did. Lee and I did. The, the handler. Did the handler and I played with that guy. <laughs> nice. At yeah. Lonnie Pool. How come they ran off when I said the other off-course podcast? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't very nice, Tim. They're, they're probably busy on the go. They gotta go to off patrol. No, there's man. off the course. There's a V in there. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. They gotta go set up their tweet up three o'clock. Is that oh, today? Yeah, that's yeah. That's we a, got a winner. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up in the next twenty minutes. Why? Because then we gotta get ready to go lullaby. You gotta do the women in turf. We, have a, go. we have a winner. Just hold on real quick. Let me just get back. You're the most important thing right now during this two to three o'clock time slot. So we're gonna talk to you right now, Doctor Kearns. Don't worry about what we're doing in twenty minutes. <laughs> Let's get back to you well, and the family. I'm just interested How do you here? like NC State? <laughs> it's a beautiful campus. It is a beautiful campus. Yeah. Okay, so in all seriousness, my aunt taught us. The Centennial Campus. Mm-hmm. 
Was that because it was 100 years the university had been around and that's when you started the second campus? Is that the name? That is that is correct. I will tell you, I said this before, I'm going to say it, so it's on, like, this public record now. I'm, I went to Clemson. Everybody knows that. Had I visited the Centennial campus, had that been available as an up-and-coming potential college applicant, it would have changed my opinion. You think? It's phenomenal. To feel that comfortable in that area and to realize, I mean, that's technology zone, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the future. That's where the computer sciences are meeting, all the services that we're doing and everything. Like, that would just be a cool place to be. Because, yeah, I don't know. You haven't spent a lot of time on that campus. But it's a big difference. I haven't spent difference. a ton, no. It's, I had an it's aunt. a lot different than the old campus. That's all I'm getting at. I was going to say, I had uh, I had an aunt who taught at Governor Moorhead School for the Blind. Oh, yeah. In Raleigh. Yeah. And Broughton High School, too, before that. But, uh she used to give me a tour of that area, and I just was blown away. I really was. It's a it's a very nice campus. Our uh, our current chancellor has done a lot. Yeah. To beautify that campus, and you know, like Tim said, we have Centennial Campus where engineering is moved. Okay. Textiles, computer science, but it's also a, a partnership. So we have private businesses. Really. Out there, Red Hat used to be out there. Wow. You know, so it, it, it's a really cool. You know, and like I was very fortunate to come back, come back home. Yeah. So it's and I met one cool of your place. guys who's I forget. He's one of the Navy officers who's over there now running one of those programs, and it was just phenomenal the tie in there as well with the military um, to bring in some expertise. So I just I herald it. I think it's phenomenal. But going back to rounds for research, since we're staying right on target here, we haven't bounced around at all. <laughs> um, we as an association, I think we're challenged. I mean, we have been for the last, as long as you guys have been around, but the state governments in the mid to late 90s really started changing how they funded land-grant schools. And I think that a lot of the money that was going to support turf grass, did you take my hat? A lot of the money that was going to support turf grass education um, or the PSA programs or whatever you want to fund them was, was reproportioned to go to other places, especially when the economy took some changes. And so... The sad part is research was the first thing to get cut in a lot of these situations. And so one of the challenges was finding funding for those land-grant schools. And so we just feel really lucky that we were able to take our inventory, basically, of our membership, put it online, and make some money. So we've awarded $400,000 in grants to Clemson and NC State in the last 10 years. Um, and we look forward to awarding potentially another eighty to 120000 in the next year. Uh, and that's without having this upcoming auction. So, wow! It all—it's it, all about the partnerships, though. We we couldn't continue as a, an association or as a profession to do our job as well. We have to have a ready product on a daily basis. All those things take agronomic management. That's the best way I can sum it all up. And they get a lot of that, if not almost all, of the cutting-edge stuff from you all. And so I think those partnerships are phenomenal in that. They're going to continue to keep us in a situation where we can make the best product, and we're going to do our best, not as good as some, but to fund the research that's needed. So that's my long-winded cycle of how we kind of all keep ourselves involved. I think that's great great for our listeners. I learned something. Well, and I mean, we we could and play more golf together, but he's got a lot of foil done right. Yeah, i got a lot to do. Busy. You are. <laughs> you cool. really are. So how much do you travel? Uh... I'm probably on the road 40, 50 nights of the year. I mean, not as much as like a, somebody in, 
a chemical company, but it, it's a fair bit. Yeah, and that's not just within the Carolinas, right? No, it's 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 all over. But it, I think that's a reflection of the Carolinas funding research. I think people think what we and Clemson have done is pretty cutting edge and applicable, even outside of the Carolinas. Sure, mini ring, dove weed. I think those are a couple that ring a bell to me that we've been able to fund that nobody else had put any research money towards. And we we wouldn't know how to manage mini ring without that. Nice. And I don't know if the members know that that. You know, just showing up with that money, and it doesn't sound like that much, but it really is. You know, if somebody in my position, what I take it for is to fund the student. And then I can find money elsewhere, right, to keep the project going, but I know that person is paid for for three years. And that's so much pressure off of us. Because a lot of those corporate grants, they won't allow that to go to the people. You're writing a grant, you you have to specifically say what you're going to use the it for. The direct impact, not the indirect. Correct. correct. And we'll allow for that indirect use of those and you're, funds. You guys are fantastic because it's, here's your money. <laughs> Give us some results that we can publish. Yeah, exactly. And let's make everybody better. And it, and I think that's where we see some of this novelty that we have with the research because it, it allows us, both NC State and Clemson, to be free. Correct. You know, you're not in this, like, standard mode of what you have to accomplish but I feel like we could come back to you and say you know I didn't really get this part of the project done but we found this and it's that's what I like is we can go back and forth ebb and flow well I love the communication too because we'll take the ideas from our research committees and say okay here's five or six topics that we're looking that our guys are saying we need some help on take that into consideration when you do your next RFP for instance right so bye I don't know. I, and that's super helpful for people listening in the Carolinas. They should be sending you research ideas. Yeah. Because that helps us if we know what to target. Yeah, because there are things, like you say, part of your job is to continue to do research yeah. regardless of the topic. Correct. You have to be doing it. So if we can make it applicable, boy, it just makes it go that much better. Correct. Where'd your co-host go there, buddy? And I'm the ADD one. <laughs> Look, I don't know how to make them little swivel knobs work over there, but we're just going to keep rolling. We're just going to keep now. rolling. So we will talk about when we're going to go down and play Congaree next and not take Allen. That, that, I, I like that idea. Your handler's driving. We've already got the fourth. Say, <laughs> so what happened when Al was gone? Well, that's supposed to be a really special place, I've heard. You seen the belt? Yeah. <laughs> how nice. was it? It's phenomenal. Yeah? It's a unique property. It's unlike any others in the Carolinas. Hmm. And it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's just different. They accomplished what they wanted. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty special. It's we really got so many hidden gems in, in Carolinas. All right, so how many of the 900 courses have you played? <laughs> how many of them? Gosh, in the Carolinas. Pro- probably only 200 of them or so. I don't know. But that includes growing up. Because you grew up in the Carolinas. I did, I did. So, uh, Tell everybody that. They don't know that. Where'd yeah. you grow up? So I actually moved to North Carolina as a freshman in high school. Um, and I, I played golf with my dad almost every weekend at Sanford Municipal Golf Course. Love it. And that's where, was that where Brian Powell's dad was? Yes. Nice small so, little tie in there. Yep, Mr. Powell was there. And then uh, the assistant pro, uh, uh, David Von Cannon, took over. Okay. Afterwards, and Keith Thomas is the superintendent. Yes. And the fiddler. Uh, yes. I like some Keith. <laughs> it's. I think it's a. It's a little special place for me. Um, I have. I unfortunately haven't been back because it was 
when I lost my dad, it was a little rough. Um, but uh, just a great little old yeah. Donald Ross golf Heck course. Yeah. Just Heck perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, man. No, I think that's great. And uh, sorry for your loss there. I know yeah. it's not been easy. You lost them both back at home, but at least you're home. I was a home. A lot of people weren't able to do that. So, you know, there's a lot of positives about being around the area. Who's Matthew hugging on now? How are you? I don't know. That's not his chapter executive? <laughs> sorry I had to step away. Oh, no, we already uh, took you out of the trip to Congaree. Yeah. Lee's going now. Okay. He deserves it. He probably deserves a good more than I do. That's what you missed. That's fine, but... I've, I was working on the show for, for us. Look so. at that. Well, most people do that when they're not on air. <laughs> at least he laughed. Look, at, look he got, took it all serious. Like, it's just a joke. He's... What are you excited about? What are you scared of in pathology? Like anything new. Okay. That's, that's actually a good question. Um, I mean, what I'm excited about is I see the past, you know, two or three, four years and, and into the future, uh, Superintendents are going to have a lot of tools to manage disease. That's good. A lot of good new fungicides coming out from BASF, FMC, Syngenta, Bayer. So I think our members are going to have, I think, a good time managing disease, you know, because you've got a lot of options. Good. Um, I'm really scared of, uh, Tim mentioned it earlier, I'm I'm a little scared of nematodes. I think those are going to be our next big issue. Because they're moving. They're like fire ants. I'm following them like fire ants around this country, right? I mean, they're just moving. They're farther north than we've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, and, and further inland. We've always struggled with them in the Carolinas. You know, it, people don't know this. <clears throat> we had one of the, we had the best nematology program, you know, at NC State for years because of tobacco. Correct. Right. We had five or six nematologists, and that kind of declined. Um, and just like Mother Nature, this, they pop back up. Right. So, they're painful little buggers. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because at PD, when Doc retired, Martin being on the advisory council there, one of the big challenges was, okay, let's bring a tobacco breeder in here or a tobacco pathologist or even an ag economist in place of that. Really? Is that what they were discussing? Yeah. And, and it's because of, of the money allotment and it's because of the challenges for your state. And, and so that's when we have to bring in the economic impact of golf and the $2.3 billion industry and the 100 courses in Horry County and all those things so that they understand the importance of, oh, yeah, tobacco's big, too. Oh, yeah, golf, yeah, here's what's paying the emissions taxes, $100 million to the state. Yep. Anyhow, wow. so it's it's always a struggle. Same with effluent water in the beach, right, or down in the Hilton Head area. Right. It's just consumer ignorance, I think, a lot of the times. So what's your biggest challenge with the um, association? What's my biggest challenge? Look, what can we do better? Giving you an open forum. Lee's like, let me answer that. Let me, I can see it. I can see it. Seriously, what, 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 I don't know what we could do better. We got you on the podcast now. I, I so mean I'm that in, in all honesty. I mean, you guys are you're funding research at an amount that a lot of other people aren't. Okay. Uh, the the show is always a a blast. If you didn't know, I love coming down there. Cool. No, good to hear. I know you Lee know, likes it. Yeah, sometimes we like it a little too much. Well said. Thank you. That's all we needed to hear. <laughs> Public apology. Y'all heard it here yeah. first. Some, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but. <laughs> so it's the same thing like with advocacy, right? So we've got lobbyists in both states. And 
because of the research challenges, we're able to then help with other parts of the school other than just turf right, so we can help lodge budgets as the things wave through the budget cycle. And we can go sit down and we can talk with legislators about the importance of funding these land-grant schools. Right. And I think that's the only thing I see in the future that you guys can help with is I think, I know South Carolina is not quite the same, but North Carolina I think is a really good opportunity because so many people are moving there. I think to continue to advance turf research and the importance of that. You know, because you guys have the air. We, you know, I don't know if people know this. I'm not officially allowed to talk to a state lawmaker. Yes, correct. You know, so that's where you guys can come in and, and help. Correct. Yeah. Yep. And just so everybody's clear, if you're a member of the Carolinas, you can't give a free round of golf to your legislator either because we are registered as a principal. <laughs> so um, don't get them in trouble. Just Good call enough. me and I'll pay for it. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's well, just like any other lobbyist, right? If you give one guy a Snickers, you got to give everybody a Snickers. Gotcha. Uh, you can't just go one free lunch. <laughs> yep, yep. It's crazy the way the industry's changed. Same with the medical profession, right? Like the giveaways, like pens and things, you know, from all the doctors' trips. I saw like you. When's the last time you saw a notepad with a medical thing on it or a pen? Like they're not as relevant yeah. anymore. Good all point. That got cut out. <laughs> My wife sells pharmaceuticals, and they don't have any of that candy to drop anymore. But they got nothing. I got a, I got a pen this morning from who? From FMC. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> a nice. They pen. got a new fungicide coming out. They you said. Do. Nice. What does that stand for? Family Medical Corporation. I don't know what FMC stands for. Fertilizers, mechanics, and contractors. Well said. <laughs> I was not thinking that. Thank nope. you very much. Nope. <laughs> All right. What else do we need to talk about? Or are we wrapping it up? No, we don't have to wrap it up. We got to get about what car he drove. Oh, that's not yet. No. Okay, if you could have one research project where money was not an issue, how much would it be, and what would it be for? Well, I would stick with Pythium because that's a huge thing that we could solve. And unfortunately, I'd say I'd need about two hundred fifty thousand dollars to get where okay. I needed to be. And you could do it with that. Two hundred fifty grand. You Pythium's a thing of the past. Yeah. Or treatable. Uh, treatable. treatable. It, it'll, okay. be, it'll be easy to work with. Gotcha. And there is Pythium root rot, correct? Correct. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So that includes the, um, what, the little arm floaties you're going to strap to those things so we can get them going down the right? We're just going to send them down the river. We're going to get them out the right, <laughs> get them out of the, take them to the left. We can send them down to Georgia. To well, go <laughs> back to the right for the extra ride. Uh, Pythium's going down the left. Yeah. No, we don't want to flush them south. No, no. <laughs> Jim, 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 start all over, Jim. That no. was a joke. That okay. was a joke. All right. All, right. all rivers run away from our states. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's say some, you got so somebody. So, 250 grand, he saw him in Pythium. Yeah, I'm just curious what advice you can give somebody who's interested in trying to get pathology, plant pathology. Where do you start? Be good at science? Like microscopes? Yeah, I like, I'd say where you start is, I mean, one of the things I think plant pathologists are good at is if you want to solve problems. Okay. So, you know, of course, understanding science is good um, but for me that's what I look at it as is it's I'm I'm here to solve problems troubleshooter yeah, yeah. troubleshooter right of plants yeah uh, or or the other reason is uh, I, I don't you know I don't the, the sight of blood and, and I don't yeah. really get along gotcha. yeah so uh, I had to kind of be a plant doctor <laughs> instead of a real doctor so nematodes don't bleed no 
Not very, not very much if they do. Yeah, but they're, they're tiny though. So what was the best advice Ben gave about keeping somebody into uh, getting in? Don't squish them all. <laughs> That's yeah. what my advice was to get into his possession. When you see him as a kid, don't squish him. Yeah, right. Don't squish him. Jar him. Jar him. What? Uh, how did you get into it? Like, just playing with grass as a kid, or? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> let's get back to your weed science let's in high get school, back to Jim. Weed science and then. <laughs> Fortunately, that stuff that I never, never really got along too well. Oh, nice. Know, yeah. You know. yeah, the dead skunks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I grew up playing golf and baseball. Uh, I worked for a, another golf course in Lee County called Quail Ridge. Okay. And uh, one of the brothers who owned it, uh, Jimmy Parrish, said, you know, you ask a lot of questions right. about what we do. Why don't you, when you go to state, study this? So I did in agronomy, and one of the classes that we take uh, is called Intro to Plant Pathology. And the gentleman in there, Dave Shu, who is, uh, he opened my eyes to the world of plant pathology. Gotcha. And I'd never seen anything like that in my life, and I was like... You were amazed and mesmerized. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just such a good teacher, and he's he's still my colleague today. He's actually my faculty mentor, so he has... He's retiring this fall, but he has one more job to get me to my last step, and then that, then he can leave. Wow. <laughs> but that's how I got into it. That's cool. That's cool. That's, that's how Lee got into it. A lot of people, because of a, a teacher like an that. An influence. You know, yeah. like, like, like Bruce Martin. You know, how many people he's touched in his life, or Bert. Yeah. Right, yeah. and they got into it because of meeting that key person. Let's say impacted. Impacted. I don't think Bruce touched a lot of guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's my old fundraiser joke. The old boss say, we've touched 3,500 kids. I was like, not this year we did. <laughs> no, no, maybe last year we reached that many kids. We impacted them. <laughs> yes, sir. That's funny. That is Hopefully funny. Bruce isn't listening to that one, did he? Might. I don't think Bruce listens to <laughs> no, 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 no. Should we send a cheeseburger sample of Turf Beard's beard into? Probably some stuff growing in that, isn't it? You'd have to get one of those kitchen-sized um, things of foil that comes in the 36-inch rolls, yeah. not the 12-inch that fits at home. You'd have to get one of those industrial ones. Yeah. But, um, He's got enough there to take a cup cutter out of, though. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> oh, man. There's a lot of open space in there. We tried to get him on the straightener the other day just to see what it would really look like. He's like, I'm not doing that again ever. Tim and I actually played golf with him yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. They haven't seen many weeds. I might have played golf with him twice in the last six days. In two states. Wow. I don't remember. (laughs) There's been a lot of golf played in the last. Just a lot of golf. Here it goes. Smile. Our last selfie selfie was way bigger. You and me on the trade show. Epic selfie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We got the pathologists. That's right. Yes. And what, I, you watch, what you watching on Netflix right now, Doc? You know, I got into The Witcher. Okay. I haven't gotten that one yet. What about I've Pinky? Heard, I, got, I got Tim on Pinky Blinders. Last night. Great one. You watched the whole thing? Yeah. Fasc- fascinated with that show. Yeah. Although I have to watch it with the subtitles on because I can't understand them. Yeah. <laughs> So I thought they were going to be on for the whole thing, but it was just the first 12 minutes of the Chinese episode with the one we watched. I watched season one, episode one last night. What'd you think? Hooked. I might watch TV when I get home again. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't see you as a TV person. Don't spend a lot of time sitting I mean, around in front of the television. Unless you have like 20 TVs around. 
There you go. It's tough. It's tough. The television watches me a lot more than I watch TV. I will tell you that when it's on. That's for sure. Well, any last parting parts of wisdom for our listeners or advice in general? It would be life advice. Oh. Well, uh, maybe I'll say this one because a superintendent told me this. And I, I think it's relevant for everybody. When, when I was at UW, and, you, and as a new faculty member, you can get a little stressed out because if you don't get to tenure, you're fired. You know, okay. you're, you, you're done. And so I was sitting there all worried out about something, and he, he sat down next to me, and he said, You know, Jim, when you die, what does it say on your tombstone? Loving husband, father, brother, you know, sister, whatever it is. He goes... Nobody cares about what you did in this life as far as your job. Yeah. And to me, that was the best piece of advice I ever got. Gave you a little peace of mind, perhaps. It did. And, yeah. you know, when I came home to be with my dad and then fortunately we lost him, I, I feel fine about that because I was there with him. Yeah. You did the right thing yeah. in your mind. And I think your kids learn from that. Your children yeah. learn from that. And, and I think sometimes superintendents, they, they need to remember that. You know, they do such a good job. But remember that family is where it's really at. guy in retail looked at me that worked for me one day and looked at me and said, Bo, ain't nobody dying here. Relax. Yeah, exactly. We ain't saving lives. Yeah. No. Grass is going to die. It's going to come back. Yeah. But I will say this. When you were talking about um, being a teacher, and I, you, Bruce, Lee, the men who have impacted your lives, I just want to say thank you. You hear it all the time. I have young children now. Being a teacher is thankless. It's 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 underpaid, underappreciated, and I feel like every chance I get, I want to go hug my second, third, fourth grade teacher that I had. And so all I can do now is make up for that and tell those that are impacting my children's lives and y'all who are impacting our members' lives the most sincere thank you. Because I have found out, and I've said it to a couple others, that when I grow up, I want to teach. I finally figured it out. Like, my goal is to leave this job and to be able to teach at Clemson. Whether that's business, marketing, whatever it is. But I just, I'd like to be able to share a bunch of the crap that I've learned with others. Yeah. And so, y'all, you guys live that. So, hats mm-hmm. off to you, man. Yep. It means the world. Kudos. It's, we appreciate you a lot. It is thankless, but it is one of the most rewarding things you'd ever do. Yeah, the places I mean, you've played golf, holy cow. <laughs> Well, you know, it's one of those unique things, especially in our business, that I find is they come up, and I don't, I don't know if they know how much it means when they come up and tell you that was a good job, you know, or thank you for what you do. Yes, I would probably like to make more money at times, but I mean, that's what's like, huh? I actually did something. Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And the extrapolated point to that was. My course had an extra $342,000 in revenue last quarter because we were able to play rounds because you kept my grass alive. That's what they're really trying to say. Yeah. You know? So That's, that's why we're in a great business. It is. And, and, you know, the thing is, when anybody goes down and struggles, we're all going to be there to help them back right. up, too. That's right. So whether it's mental, physical, it doesn't matter. We're going to be there to take care of them. Um, so hit them with the last one. Yep. The most important question we answer. What's the first car you drove? First car I drove was a Nissan pickup truck. Okay. Yeah. My Two. dad picked it up. It was a ninety-nine dollar a month lease. Was it called Nissan or Nissan then? Ah. 
<laughs> it was Nissan. Okay. So you had a good look on a new at least one. I it did. wasn't just a junkie. Does that mean you were only allowed to drive it 1,700 miles a year? That, that I had to keep it under the mileage, yes. Yes. The what deal, color? It was red. Beautiful. Stick it shift? Was, it was. Yeah. Y'all were rich. Single cab. You was a Spilver Spoon kid? Uh, the old man, he was, he was good to us. That's awesome, man. He was a very unique case. You know, he, he, he grew up in orphanages in a bus. And, and then he made he, sure he you made weren't. sure we did all right. That's so uh, cool, right? There. You can't swear on this podcast. We have twice. Oh, he had. Oh, yeah. I, I have twice. I did it once. <laughs> hey, it's 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 the I, I swear on Twitter guy. Hey, Doc. Tim Craig. Good to see you again. We're taking a moment for Doc McGinsky. Kaminsky. <laughs> you like that? Though? McGinsky. Uh, you like that? I do I've like been that. waiting a long time. So McGinsky. Which, which one's actually the handler? The handler? Yeah. He does the <laughs> Would you like to say anything about your book while we're on Dr. Kern's podcast? No. Smallest guy at the table wrote the biggest book. Come on, say hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> what airports can we find you drinking in on the way home? Airports, I go to the lounge. I'm okay. at the American Airlines. He's, he's American, folks. All right. What do you fly? Delta. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Delta doesn't do it. But if, you're, if that's your airline, they take care of you. Right. Really? Just like if you flew American, they'd be like... I only I only picked Delta because it was the only airline in Madison that, that was reliable. So, <laughs> Have you all ever met before the golf industry show? Oh, never. No. <laughs> We've run out of questions, Doc. Are you the one that gave him his hands? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You get a set, too. I get a set? There's two sets in there. If you're the handler. We have lost the crowd. All right, we'll finish that one up. All right. So when you do this and you're just talking, does someone have to come and cut all this shit out? No, we go. It's perfect. We do one telling. It's like 30 seconds dead silence. No, 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 no. He'll clean it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quit, big quit, out. Quit, quit adding all the lawnmower sounds in this, would you? <laughs> That's the, the cussing. When you, when you swear, it's a lawnmower sound. Oh, yeah? That's so that whole use. conversation is just... There's nothing. I don't know. <laughs> yes. How many times did Dr. McGraw swear? He did. None. He, until we cut it off. And then we told him he had to be in mom mode. That was good. I was he, like, I had a really You get through this whole thing without swearing? He no. Got, no, he didn't. I said one. One. That's good, John. They even got me to get one. First one ever, yeah. That would be good for me too. <laughs> yes. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us and dealing with all the rigmarole of recording in this booth. Well, let's so. throw it out there for our listeners. We're a little sorry if you're driving down the road and you like with your windows down and you have to keep putting them up to catch all the third words of this. Yeah. We're not trying to have a Pinky Blinders episode. It's just the fact that we are at the GIS show. There is a lot of background noise. Yep. And um, we thought it was important to be able to capture these folks while they're here and in yep. the moment. Yep. And, and have a lot of people going by. Yeah. Correct. Looking you wouldn't have thought, being in this corner, that we'd have had anybody come down. But thank yeah. you all for making the trip. Thanks for having yeah. me. How, how many listeners are you guys up to now? Quite a few. Yep. I think we're over 20,000 downloads for the episode. So, I mean, it's getting out there. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We're a little over 1,000 per within the first couple days and then the residuals. Right. Yeah. Once good. you put it out there on Twitter that you're going to be on, though, we expect it to double. <laughs> Try. Uh, sure. Yeah. We tried <laughs> that with Turf Lego, too. You see, that didn't work out. <laughs> we paid him, though. If we can get 1,000 on one day on yours, we'd be, we'd be happy. We'd be happy? On, on day one, I mean. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I think it could if we got the right chemical companies to promote it that oh, you sell for. We'll see what we can do. You definitely have been very brand specific lately. I've noticed that. I what like that. Mean, what do you mean brand? I, I'm just moving from brand to brand. <laughs> Specifically using each one. <laughs> That's funny. Nah, man. He got to be like Switzerland, too. He can't be tied to one, right? I mean, you got to... You can't be like, oh, this is the only thing I use, because there's going to be a problem that's going to come along that somebody else is going to have to help, right? And they don't need to. I mean, they're, that's what's great now. We have so many to choose from, and they're, they're all really good. Nice. Well, well if said. you have any problems, I would say go to, um, is it Turf Files? How can they find some history and stuff there? A couple, a couple different things. You go to NC State Turf Files, which houses almost all of our information. And that's either online on a website or through an app now, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Turf files. Turf files, and then on there you can get to our website, uh, which is the turf pathology component, and it'll tell you everything about sending in a sample. We One, one of my favorite things to do is we write these disease profiles, and uh, I, m- most of our members use it, I think, but uh, we rank the efficacy of fungicides. Oh, wow. For each disease. So, and, and those of you listening, we got three new ones up now. Take three, all root rot. Three new fungicides or no, diseases? three new disease profiles up. Which are? Take all root rot, nematodes, mini ring. <laughs> Folks, we've gone almost an hour, but the handler was needed. He was. <laughs> he, he came was. in at the end. <laughs> mini ring. Does that have our logo on it? You know, it does not. We need to get that on there, don't we? Listen to the marketing guy being in rear at the end. No, that's the ADD kicking in. We need to get it on the take all root rot, too, because you're also funding that. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. Well, and flip that around. Anything we need to put the stacked wolf pack on, you just let us know. All right. I'll put one on my truck. Will you? Hell yeah. Clemson guy, you'll do that. I would, man. I he proudly would. serve on your foundations council for the uh, the Ag Foundation. So, dude, I'm telling you, that that campus, when my boys are of time, we're going to make a ride. Good. Yeah. I mean, we got two tiger paws in the Dagum house, and we'll still make a ride over there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Doc, for joining us. Thank you all very much. Have a good GIS. and Appreciate you. Thank you. And tell your handler, thanks for not selling me any raffle tickets this trip. (laughs) I'll tell it. I'll tell it. All right. We're back. Sorry, Donna. I'm having some personal guilt reflections about what I said in the beginning. Uh, But now we're moving right along. And, Jim, I hope the episode was as good as we thought it was. Yep. Go Wolfpack. Um. Yeah, I'd put a stack tree um sticker on my truck if they give me one. Is that what it's called? A stack tree? I think so. The the S where it had uh, the NC inside of it. I think yeah. that's what they called that okay. one because it had a little. If I'm not mistaken, a tree that they don't use anymore um, as their their little thing. And we're not canceling the uh, Southeastern Conference due to coronavirus, are we? Not as of yet. But has there been any discussion? Yeah. Oh yeah. Over the weekend, I was in touch with. Um, Brian over at Lonnie Pool to find out what the university was doing because when you get into the school systems and things of that nature, right? Like I've got some family that works at Clemson, and I was noticing that there was already actions going on because of the cases in Spartanburg and with Clemson's proximity to it. So mm-hmm. how the university was going to react and what steps they were going to take. So I figured it's got to be going on the same, right? Well, hope- any of those public institutions, I'm assuming, are just because of legality, have to be doing some kind of CYA actions. Yeah, but let's say let's say everything's kosher and we go, everything goes as planned. Looking forward to a great meeting. I'm we telling got some you, good education set up. Can't wait to get everybody out at Lonnie Pool. We get to stay at the State View Hotel, literally right across the street from the golf course. It's a unique. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's a Marriott. I could be wrong, 
but it's one of those signature properties where it's the only one like it. Right. They're, it's not a footprinted one where you're going to get the same thing. And you got, I think there was daggum wolves hanging on the wall in the room, if I'm not mistaken, when I went. So. Wow. So you stayed there before? I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love it. And it's right by Lonnie Pool? Literally across the street. I mean, cool. you, you, if you have clubs, you're probably going to want to drive just because it's you know, two-tenths of a mile at <laughs> yeah. each parking lot. But yeah, so the morning, or okay, uh, it was probably almost a year ago in a month because I spent the night on campus at NC State. I'm a Clemson graduate, right? And so I'm just driving home that day, and I didn't have to be home. I had an extra hour or so to kill. And so I pulled on to Clemson's campus and hunted at the wildlife management area. You can do that? Oh, there's 9,000 acres at Fance Grove right next to the university that's just public hunting land. Huh. Oh, yeah, and it's part of the experimental forest. And So anyways, I there's a little section of it over by our office, not to give away all my secrets, but <laughs> it's a little, like, it's not even, I don't think, a 100-acre section of it that's kind of literally five minutes from our office instead of going all the way to campus. So I pulled in there, sat down that afternoon, and I shot my first turkey, um, Eastern. That was that big one that hangs on the yeah, wall in the yeah. office. So it was kind of cool because it was our two land-grant schools. I spent the night at one. Right, I get to come right. and hunt on the other one. And so, anyway, it was That's a cool. school day for me, and I got big old bird. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the conference. It's turkey season? Yeah, me too. Now, I was wondering. We hadn't talked about turkeys in a while. Oh, it's time. <laughs> oh, you did send me a picture last week. Oh, yeah. You, you colored it in. I should have used that one on Twitter, the one about, hey, you looking for me? Uh, right, right. Oh, that was, was the Lionel Richie song. We should tell the people the backstory on that. So, Kyle stayed at the house with us at GIS, train him. Yeah. And he was on the second floor. And so, the very first morning, Kyle walked out, and it's like he's on a little porch, and I'm down there making coffee, and I started singing, Hello, <laughs> is man. it me you're looking for? And so, that was kind of in reference to Kyle when I saw that turkey pop up. Literally, I mean, that thing has got to be six inches from the camera. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, you couldn't ask for a better picture. Yeah. Um, something I brought home from GIS. Didn't physically bring it home. They Kyle and Chuck bought some uh, Mexican salsa dip or salsa. Oh, I've, I've had it too. Mateo's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was so good. I never had it. And, yeah, and Kyle, I got a jar at the house right now. Kyle told me it was at Publix, so I went and bought a jar, okay? And I, told, I said, Kristen, you got to try this. We've, we've gone through three jars in a week now. Oh, yeah. We need to get a Costco membership to get the big jar. Can you get it at Costco? Yeah, supposedly. You should work that into your contract with the Carolinas next year. And it's zero calories or zero points on Weight Watchers. So she Well, and I think the good news was it was pretty low in sodium, comparatively speaking, when I looked at it, too. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Free plug for them. We're going to at them when we do this, too. Maybe. At Mateo's? Probably not. I will tell you, just real quick, though, before we get out of here. We've joked for years about Quip Toothbrush sponsoring us. Uh Uh-huh. Y'all listen up. If you ain't got one, you need to get one. Have you got one? Bo, this thing is no joke, man. Okay, they talk about it on the commercial. This is the cleanest I've ever felt, etc. So it runs for two minutes, and I think that's the thing. That right. you have a motor in your mouth running around for two minutes. Yeah. But, dude, the foam that comes out, I've got rabies, it feels like, every time. A couple times a day I brush my teeth. <laughs> I mean, I got stuff in my beard. It foam, dude. That's funny. If I'd had a Quip toothbrush, I wouldn't have 48 crowns in my mouth. Well, what's your sleep number? Do you have one of those, too? I don't have one of those. No. In okay. fact, I'm... Yes. We won't get into the sleeping situation. But, yes, it's comfortable. But the Quip, folks... The real deal. God. I hope they sponsor us at some point in time. 
Because I'm going to tell you, everybody needs one, and it's well worth it. Sorry, that was my plug for the day. Well, Is it still you. stuck in my beard? No. Okay. I didn't know what you were doing there. Spit a piece of candy on it. It uh, just got stuck somewhere. I thought it was in the beard. I'm looking forward to getting that smarty sucker that Mr. Thieler gave me. God dang it. How does he give you the last... I sw- this whole thing with having a travel buddy, folks, kind of sucks sometimes. Because a lot of the favors <laughs> that I used to get when there's like one, now Big Al gets. Well, he was here first, so he gets the smarty sucker. I do. Uh, I have a couple favors in my car. You want to go get those? No. It just, God, I couldn't believe it, man. He says, I only had one left. Now I'm like, I got it. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, let me go grab it off the table. Oh, it's already in the car. Like, it's in the cup holder uh, staged, wrapper off, ready to get going down the mountain. Between here and the hotel. Where are you staying? 200 Main? 200 Main. Me and Dr. Kaminsky. All right. We'll tell that story off air or next time. Ask about what happened when we did the fall meeting and we stayed there. Okay. I will ask you. That's a good one. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Actually, ask Danny Allen about it sometime when you see him. Okay. I will. And how how well he and Trisha slept that night staying there with the board. (laughs) I can't wait to hear it. Moonshine. Moonshine. Was involved. That's That's a good story. That's illegal, though. No, not up here in these hills. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't say that. Sorry. We're not in Highlands. Thank you for listening to Pullin' Weeds Off Course. To join the Carolinas GCSA and become a member, visit carolinasgcsa.org or call 1-800-476-4272. Follow us on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds and on Facebook at Pullin' Weeds Podcast.